You but... know that people can't see you. I'm just saying. Oh, so I, I should <laughs> remove the hat. Okay. Tov, I shy. Tov? Good. 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 Hi, shy. Okay. Thank you for coming to visit me. It's very late at night. Very late. So I appreciate it even more. A long day. A long day of work. I know. Hi. I'm Fred Bar. I work for Nexmo at the Developer Experience and Relations team and a part of the Google Developer Experts program. And this is Shai. Hi, I'm Shai Resnick. <laughs> I'm also part of the Google Developer Expert program. And I <laughs> teach Angular and testing on iris.io and testangular.com. Okay, I wanted to tell you something. In a few weeks, all of my friends are going to Paris and for conferences and touring and Chicago and Boston and everywhere and fun places. And I'm not going hmm. to see them. <laughs> and I'm quite sad. I'm quite sad. I'm going to miss everyone. Um, Why are you not going? Because I decided that I need to take a little bit of a break. Ooh, sounds familiar. <laughs> from public speaking, mm -hmm. uh, which I love and I love my community and I love to see everyone and I love giving talks mm -hmm. for many reasons. But yeah, I felt like I needed a break. Mm -hmm. And I remember that you told me and posted actually something about that as well, mm -hmm. that you took a year, right? Yeah, 2019. No talks. One year. One it's a year. lot. Yeah. I just got used to do, doing that, like a habit. Why so. did you decide to take this break? A few reasons, but one of them is because I actually analyzed and saw the numbers behind the talks. So it used to be a thing of like, hey, I really want to go to this conference because I will see my friends and I will have fun and we will be able to entertain and come up with a new concept of a talk and to try it and, and it was super fun for me. But at the same time, I'm building a business, trying to do that for the past few years. But every time I do something like a, an event, uh, it's always like one month of work. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you don't see it when you submit the lecture, but and, and afterwards you like it's like uh, you know uh, what they say about labor. You forget after the forget the, the childbirth, pain. you forget the pain that makes you go through it. Yes, because it's very demanding. That's the thing, mm -hmm. and it's very fun. I I believe in it a lot. For many people, I think it's. An amazing experience and uh, it serves a lot of purposes, mm -hmm. professional growth mm -hmm. as well. This was part of the reasons that I joined Nexmo in order to do that, at least to have the opportunity to do that full time because currently uh, I do so many other stuff, part of the advocacy and the public speaking. Many people ask me about how to get into several positions and many people think that it's just a shiny profession and it sounds like a lot of fun which is a lot of fun to give it is. talks and it is. i remember looking at, at like i think in 2011 or 12 my friend got offered to be a devron and i looked at him like wow, wow you're gonna have so much fun i know i wish i were you i, I know you. so it's very fun uh, but there are many many challenges that i feel like uh, it would be beneficial for people to know mm -hmm what they're getting into to prepare because it's very easy to burn out. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very easy. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think it also depends on, on the, the type of character of the person because, for instance, you have people who prepare one talk and give the same talk multiple times a year. Mm-hmm. And I, for example, are, uh, I'm not one of these people. I, I do a, a talk once and that's it. I never do it again. Most of the time. Okay. Um, and that is a lot of work to come up with a new talk every event, which is super, can burn, burn you out. So that's, there, these are two types of people, one who, like the one-timers and the multiple, like, uh, reuse, reusing uh, talks. Yeah, um, so for me, I think I'm somewhere in the middle, so I can do a talk a few times. Um, but usually if I give this talk again, many times I would change it a little bit to uh, update it, of course, but also there are some tweaks that you want to do per community or per conference because some conferences, you know that they're more into deep dives. Some want to learn about new technologies and stuff like that. And then I can give the talk a few times, but not so many. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I feel like many people don't realize how much time and effort yeah does it actually take that's the illusion of like giving a talk oh you think okay i will talk about something i know so it will probably take me i don't know like one day to prepare the talk and then like you know to rehearse it maybe uh most of the people who are starting out don't know they need to actually rehearse the talk and to time it but you learn it after you (laughs) do the mistake of like going without the rehearsal or without timing your talk before and then you end up like rushing your slides because you're like five minutes late <laughs> or something and like that and 40 slides left and uh, okay let me jump jump through this uh, uh real quick and so so you have that but you said something uh, before which is to prepare people and i think that the most important lesson is the to balance things mm-hmm. because it's very easy to fall into a trap of like submitting a lot of uh, talks to a lot of conferences thinking okay they would probably accept me and they won't and then you get a lot of talks accepted and it's a few months from now so your future yeah you don't care about your future you Mm -hmm. basically because you know in six months i will be a superhero and i will be able to balance everything and then it's never like that. The most stressful times are the ones where you need to prepare to s- multiple events or m- to prepare multiple talks and yeah. super, super hard. And me, for example, I cannot do anything else while I'm preparing. So forget about doing that other side project or uh, managing your like, you know, department or building your business. For me, at least, I cannot concentrate while I'm preparing or talk. It's very hard for me. Okay, how do you feel about flights? Uh, depending to where. I used to like think it's very cool to fly. Yes, right? I love flights, yes. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like James Bond. Yeah, I'm traveling by myself. Uh, but then I took a few trips to the States. <laughs> <laughs> from Israel, which is a completely different time zone, and I felt like the jet lag hitting me super hard, not only there, but also the way back mm-hmm. in Israel, and and now I realize that whenever I accept uh, or I take upon myself like to fly to the States, it's usually end up being like a recovery of one and a half weeks to adjust 
back to the normal like sleeping hours and I know and I can tell you that for me when there are times when I travel so much physically my body hurts so much I can cry I feel like I'm broken and someone glued me like piece by piece and Mm -hmm. it it doesn't work so well Um, I think it's a lack of sleep oh yeah uh, I I assume or that you're sitting down in uh, a chair for like 20 hours sometimes. yeah 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 that hurts a lot like yeah, especially the 14 hours flight and but yeah people don't see that mm-hmm. and when you do it like once twice a year it's it's not that bad it's right. super cool it's an experience but when it's your job and you do it like a, on a monthly basis then it can be a burden and people don't realize you know you have people with families that don't see their children right. that don't see their wife or their husband and it's 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 a it's it's a heavy load to take because sometimes you don't take that into account that this conference has this trouble and you have to recover and so on you have to be on a plane you not be uh, available for anything like physically you won't be available for anything for a few days sometimes Mm -hmm. a lot more um so as you said with family it's hard and if you have other types, the other things to do at, at your job, maybe it's, yeah. it's hard. So for me, one of the reasons was, was that, so I'm, I'm in charge of the developer experience uh, of some product that we work on that is under development. So a lot of things are happening and going on. And I felt that while I'm gone, I cannot help my team. I cannot help the people that I work with. Um, some people are waiting for me. Some stuff are happening without me. Both you and I are very... We have so many tasks and our calendars are, are swamped on our day to day. And it's very hard to manage the time that you spend on flights and travel and recovery and preparing for talks. You don't know how much time will you actually need to prepare. For me, it was uh, also an effect of um, the guilt of not doing what I'm supposed to do because of the habit of just like uh, submitting and giving a talk. What is it? What do you mean you're supposed to do? So I so back in 2015 I had the idea of like opening an online school to teach Angular, Mm -hmm. and I kept saying okay yeah I'll do that, and every time I gave a talk I just like paused my activity, and kept having like mixed feelings about like so I was supposed to work on my business or building a business and I couldn't whenever I like had to prepare yeah so uh, I always felt guilt that I'm not doing what I'm I promised to do to myself and others but I'm uh, doing this other thing when it's your job it's not I don't think you have the guilt factor maybe if you have like like you you have like multiple you know, yeah, I have for sure more hats. things to do. Mm-hmm. I have more things to do than than to speak. Though, when it is your job, there is some other thing that kicks in. That is, you know, it used to be for us many times. You would go to a conference to see your friends, blah blah blah. You were not that committed though to all the socializing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and. You could have maybe take some more time off to recover, to travel a little bit because we go to cool places. And, and when it's your job, you're a lot more obligated to everything. So to have the best talks and also to socialize whenever you have the chance and to network whenever you have the chance because it's like at least 
no one tells me that, right? But, but I feel that the company is paying for me to be here. So I, but, I need to do that. I, I cannot skip a party or something like that. And also... Really? Sense, yes. But because I, I know no, a lot of people... Nobody tells me that. Yeah, I know a lot of people who do this job and you don't see them after their talk. You know, it's, 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 I think it's a character thing. It's not... For me, first of all, of course, it's fun for me. Mm -hmm. to see everyone and to be with everyone um, of course but also yeah I feel more obligated because yeah. this is a part of the reason that I'm there so it's like part of the things for me to deliver I don't know yeah so I think that if you, you judge it by the 2080 rule I think like the talk itself is like the biggest impact because it goes online and you reach lots of more people it's true point is that many times you don't really have the time to travel, just wander around yeah. the city and stuff like that because you have to be at the talk, at the hotel, you would go to the office maybe and you would go to the next conference and yeah. many times it's very exhausting. Yeah. I feel like so many people look at it, think that we're just, you know, traveling and having and partying fun. Partying and especially also for uh, ever since I, I became a, a dad, I couldn't yeah. stay more. Uh, not that I couldn't, like sometimes I did. Uh, because my wife was super cool, but uh, most of the time I just like end the conference and just hit back home. Yeah. I don't see like the city, I don't see all the things. But I know other friends who are integrating their family into their like, you know, schedule. So they fly them also and they go and travel between like this event yeah. and the next event. So if you, you have the you, opportunity. If, if both of you are independent, yeah. like you're a freelancer or something like that, you can work from home so you can do that but i don't know it's another thing to think about especially if you're a family person i feel like this is something that not a lot of people consider that it looks like we're all the time with a lot of people that many time you spend like by yourself because you're traveling many times by yourself and many times you like you have to prepare so it's like you and yourself preparing yeah, yeah. so it's a lot of time for you to be with yourself uh, i'm fine with it and i'm uh for me since we do have all this socializing stuff for me i i i can create this balance which is good but i know that so many people are having a very hard time with it because you think that this role means that you're going to be with lot of people all the time yeah and it's not really like that uh yeah yeah i know also some some people that are more introverts and i learned that the definition the more like precise definition is that when you're socializing you need to decompress sooner oh, like yes. you, need, you need to like go and be by yourself and just recharge and and the opposite is to be an extrovert which you get charged by the social interaction so you don't need to go and uh, decompress so that's the difference by the way that i learned about uh, extroverts and introverts and i know uh, some friends who are introverts who got into this profession and they tell me that the, it's hard for them to do the socializing after mm -hmm. Because they need their time, they need to be quiet, they need to go to their hotel room to sit quietly and, you know... With no it's, people. No people. Yes. I have this moment where yeah. I feel like, yeah. I want to see no human beings yeah. near me, nothing. Yeah, yeah. I actually get charged by speaking and by, like, interacting and all that stuff, which is 
which I think is, is a big plus, but I just get exhausted in the end of the whole thing. I just yeah. like, because I usually don't sleep and <laughs> all that I stuff. I know. Yeah. And this is actually, I think that because we don't sleep and because of the time differences and weather and being stuck in an airplane with so many people, there are so many studies that actually show that many people who travel so much become sicker yeah, more than others. Because people. of the lack of sleep, maybe. Yes. And, and I think the germs in the airplane, mm. it's like a big pile of germs that you're stuck with. There's a good book called Why We Sleep, explains a lot about like the jet lag effect of your like health and the lack of sleep and sunlight and all, all the scientific effects, so check it out. You said something about the pressure of giving a good talk because you're, you know, in this position, you need to, you deliver, feel like yes. you need to deliver. And that for me caused me, it's part of the reason that I stopped because every time I felt more pressure to deliver, to deliver better a better talk than the last one and so if you're giving good talk it's another thing to consider that you are like if your your mental game is not uh, on point let's say um you can fall into the trap of trying to over deliver or to you know be better than the last time which is a trap because it makes you more stressful yeah and um it, it got me to a point where i i had more pain connected to giving a talk than a ple than the pleasure and yes you're one of the people who actually share about that quite a lot how stressful they get and actually in 2017 when i did like the ng rap and the play yeah. the improvised play um i came back home feeling like this is the last time I ever doing this stuff because I didn't experience like the, the fun part of it. Even though people like went up to me like, wow, that was amazing and stuff like that. I, I was so exhausted yeah. and emotionally exhausted and, and physically that I was like, I want to die <laughs> because I, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I can totally relate to that. Yeah. I will say that I'm very grateful and I'm having a lot of fun with the job and even beforehand with the opportunity to travel and to do a lot of public yeah. speaking. It's just like I felt that being aware is helpful to not get into this vortex. Yeah. When it becomes harder or you're putting too much pressure on yourself or you're putting too many resources in it to sometimes Take realize it yeah. take a step back and stop and say okay it's fine i need to balance yeah uh, and and if you're getting into it knowing that you might cross the line will probably help you yes. to i like that so much to balance maybe start <laughs> with like saying limiting yourself to like you know an x amount of event every quarter one event just to feel how much time it takes and then if you feel comfortable raise up the number to like one more i think this is a good action yeah. plan uh, because we talked a lot about like you know the disadvantages of yeah. like in hindsight because we have experience mm -hmm. but from in the beginning it wasn't like that it was like, wow i'm gonna speak all over the world and you know all that stuff which is still fun i still love right when there is no pressure on me like when i can get into tap into that point in my mind where i don't care about the result and I don't care about the pressure and that's where I
totally enjoy the experience and, and the interaction. Good. Thank you. It was insightful for me. Thank you. Okay. Same here. Let's get out of here. It's been a long day. Okay. Bye, Ush. Bye. Hi. I'm Shah Reznik. I'm from iRes.io and testangular.com. And this is me. I'm doing lectures and I'm stopped. I stopped lecturing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> oh, I thought we were done already. <laughs>